Welcome to the Everything Early Childhood podcast designed for approved providers, nominated supervisors, and other childcare business leaders. This fun, lighthearted, and very serious podcast features weekly episodes on strategy, advice, and conversations with fascinating and inspiring people from across our sector. Join the journey and have access to the tools and inspiration you need to create high-performing childcare businesses. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Everything Early Childhood. My name is Lisa Brown, and I am your host. Now, I've currently been helping four services prepare for assessment and rating at the moment. So what I thought I might do is jump on um, just to let you know some hot tips um, with getting ready for a and some common things that I'm finding with my visits. So um, I've obviously been working with four different services at the moment to help them with a and um, a whole big, um, a lot of invitations have just gone out to services, particularly across New South Wales, and it's services that have been waiting for quite some time. So these services um, were obviously booked in during COVID last year and were postponed. Um, and I don't know about you, but what I'm finding with these services um, is that it's like the first time they prepared and they got some momentum and they were really excited. Then it got postponed to beginning of this year and they were really excited. Um, and then third time round, which is where we come to now, um, between June and August timeline, it's really, really challenging to get that momentum back in order to help your team um, or the teams feel excited about going through and being part of the journey for third time round. So, I guess what we've been trying to do is just really um, and to get that momentum back is just start. Sometimes the hardest thing is just commencing and starting. So what we did, we revisited um, in New South Wales, we've got the self-assessment. So um, for these services, particularly these four, um, they all submitted their self-assessment. And what we did, we just went back over it, revisited and what I recommend in preparing for A&R, how many tips have I got for you guys today? Let me count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. Um, but I'll include a ninth here as well and I'll start with that one. So when you're preparing for A&R, start with three lists. The first list is to do, of course. So as you're working through um, any of your documents or going through everything that you need to prepare, just have a book. And in the first, um, I say leave like about four pages. And the first list you're going to write is your to-do list. So remember, some things are just last minute things, some things, and remember, if you can fix it, just fix it straight away. Um, Don't add it to your QIP, don't add it to anything else, just fix it straight away. Um, this and things on your to-do list can be um, like update something like a poster on your wall add something else um, it might be to remind someone about a practice it might be to do an audit for example but all of these to-do things no matter how we always recommend services are ready for assessment and rating at all times however we know that feeling when you get that letter and it's time for your assessment and rating. We know that feeling all too well. There is always things to do and always things to complete. So what we want to do, that's your first list, your to-do list. Now, the second list that you want to write is your to-buy list. 
So there's always things that you need to buy, um, perhaps resources that are broken that you need to replace, um, making sure that you've got enough um, inclusion resources, Indigenous, cultural, throughout your centre and of course sustainability. So you want to make sure that these are really prominent and used in your service every single day. Then the third list that you have is your to fix list. So these are things as you walk around, check your maintenance list, check everything with a fine tooth comb. Um, of course, health and safety of children is really, really important. So you want to make sure that everything in your service is um, up to scratch and is fixed. Of course, relating back to the law around having everything be safe, clean and in good use. Um, and this is really, really important in your service because if the assessor sees one thing that's out of place, perhaps um, you might have a drain. This came up the other day. You have a drain in your outdoor area and the drain is not covered. This is a hazard. So, of course, we need to ensure that there are no hazards um, within the environment. So, please make sure you do a walk around, check in with everyone in your team to see if there's anything that needs to go on that to-do list for maintenance and then schedule it in. So, then the next thing is um, you really want to make sure that you, my second tip number two, is going back to basics. So whilst your service may be aiming and wanting to achieve an exceeding rating, it's really important that you make sure that you go back to basics first. You want to make sure that you do an audit of all of your practices in your centre. So that may be around um, all the times of the day. So look at your nappy changes, look at your transition times, look at meal times. Um, you want to do an audit of even the chemicals, where are they stored, how are they stored, uh, everything in your service. So go back to these basics because it's surprising how many services that I go into um, and I'll go to a, an exceeding rating service, I'll do an audit and their educators are not doing nappy changes effectively. So they're not, um, they're disposing of the nappies at different times, they're taking their gloves off and different times throughout that nappy change. So just make sure that wherever you at, are at in your practice, you always make sure that you go back and start with your basics Remember, when the assessor comes to your service, they will be watching the nappy change um, and the people doing a whole set of nappy changes. So you want to feel confident that your team can effectively and hygienically change those nappies. Number three is get your team to practice answering questions with each other. So particularly in New South Wales, now we're allowed um, to submit our self-assessment. It's much easier for the assessor to come in, know exactly what they need to cite and tick that off that they have either cited, observed or discussed evidence. With the... Um, with your team practice answering questions, because we've, we now submit the self-assessment, particularly in New South Wales, it's now giving assessors more time to focus on observing practice. So with them spending more time observing practice, this means that they're asking educators more and more questions. So it's really important that your team is practicing those questions with each other. Number four, is to give all of your team your exceeding themes to read through. The only way that you'll get exceeding is if all of your um, themes are embedded in practice. Some things will need to be discussed with the assessor and your team will need to be on board with understanding why this is an exceeding theme or that it is an exceeding theme. 
and where it has come from. So please make sure give them your exceeding themes to read through. Um, you can put these in dot points for them to make it a lot easier to digest. Um, number five, I want you to sit down with your educational leader and I want you to go through your planning cycle. A sequel has an amazing document, um, the visual with the boxes, and it goes around that planning cycle. And I want you to actually go through this document I'm talking about. I'll share it in the show notes, um, but it actually has some reflective questions on each stage of the planning cycle. And that way you can reflect with your team and your educational leader to make sure that you have covered and I guess what documentation looks like in your service for each of the areas of the planning cycle and how it links together. Now, for your assessment and rating day, you want to prepare one programming cycle from every room. So make sure that it's not the same time period. Make sure that it's all different periods um, to give the assessor an understanding of um, your service and your programming and how it all links and to show them that it's consistent no matter what week or month, depending on your cycle they look at, it's always consistent and it flows. Now, next tip is to make sure that you audit your files. So whether it's yourself as the director or approved provider, you want to make sure that you get somebody who you trust, not somebody who's going to take shortcuts, go through and audit all of your files. And by that, I mean all of your enrollment files, all of your staff files, all of your, and get everything ready to go. Get everything simple, um, easy to digest. They will come in. They will look through this information so you want to make sure that it's as easy as possible to share with the assessor um, as they come through. And you don't want them to pull out a file. So generally speaking, they'll ask you to take out three enrollment um, files and they'll look through to make sure that's consistent. But sometimes they allow you to get the three files out, but other times um, they get three files out themselves. So you want to make sure that you're confident that no matter what file they pull out of your filing cabinet or folder, um, that it is complete for every child. Another thing that we've caught um, on the files note is just make sure that you have a process and a system with auditing your incident records. We've been finding that um, still a lot of services are making um, are not putting the full name of educators as they fill out the form. Remember, this form is a legal document and we need to make sure that we keep it until the child is aged 25 years. So it's a long, long time. Um, I've recently learned that, um, what was the maths? I spoke to a lawyer um, and they said that um, children have or adults have seven years after they turn 18 to be able to file a claim. So it's 18 plus seven, which is 25. I hope. <laughs> Math is not my forte. But um, yeah, that's the whole reason it's until they're 25 years of age, this record is being stored, but it is a legal record. So for example, if you're writing Sarah as, an, as the educator name, it's so common that if it does get brought up in 20, 23 years um, in the legal system for whatever reason, we it's really difficult to go back and track down who that actually was. So legally, they must be completed in full. This is the same with all of your records, um, but they must be completed in full and they must have full names on those records. 
The next one is about um, just a little tip. So just prepare a welcome pack for the assessor. So this is just a really nice small little token. Um, You know, we talk about a sense of belonging and that's really important in um, our sector. So what I encourage services to do is prepare a little welcome pack for the assessor to come in. So it can include things like um, a map of your service. It can include um, photographs of your um, educators and what their roles are. Um, One service even went next level and they actually put the photos of the educators on the map um, so that they could see um, where everyone was um, in the rooms. And that was really helpful because I know when I go into services and do audits, a lot of centres have a lot of doors, um, especially big ones. So having a map there that we can look at um, to be able to see where they are or where everyone is and where we've been is really, really helpful. Um, Some other things you might include in your welcome pack are obviously your emergency procedure, so what to do in the case of an emergency. Um, You you might want to include also your room routines and which brings me to my next point is that you want to control the day. So gone are the days when the assessor comes in and they're just like, I want to see this, this and this. Of course, there are key things that they are going to want to see in your day But you want to make sure that you have included those, but highlight them in your routine with things that you want them to see. So remember that your assessment and rating is your time and your chance to showcase the amazing things at your service. So it's the assessor's job to come in and cite, observe and discuss and gather all of that evidence. So just make sure that you get it all together so um, that it's really easy and on hand um, for you to show them and don't assume that they have seen something unless you have showed them. And I always say to my services, I don't care if they've seen it four or five times. I don't care if every educator shows them the same thing. We want to make sure every that they've seen it, that they've noted it um, in their notes. Um, The next one is to plan. So plan what you want to do with the children in your room. So make sure that your teams have actually got a plan in place with what activities they're going to do for the children on assessment and rating. I had someone ask me once whether, um, what did they, what word did they use? The question was around um, whether it should be like um, a display of your best um, oh, I can't remember what word they used, but it was like, should we, um, should we reenact or should it just be natural? And I was like, well, literally a service can be assessed two days in a three year period. Like I know services that haven't been assessed for five years. So you want to make sure that they're seeing the best that you have to offer. So make sure that you have your A team there, Um, talk to your team about whether they want casuals there. Um, Often they will say no, they just want it to be the A team, the the key players from the team. Um, But yeah, just make sure that you plan out the best experiences that you have done for children that you know they'll be engaged in, you know that they'll be interested in, you know that the assessors will want to cite those experiences and but just make sure that whatever you are doing and whatever you have planned that it links with your program and of course the children's interests. So how many have I gone through? 
Yeah, perfect. Look, I could talk about A&R all day, but I just wanted to jump on and just share some tips with you. Um, if you would like help to prepare for A&R, we can help you in three different ways. Um, we do A&R prep so we can come into your service. Um, no one needs to be alone anymore and we can help you prepare for your journey into assessment and rating. Um, the second way is that we can do A&R prep with your team. So it might just be joining you for a team meeting and letting them know what to expect at A&R. Um, and the third thing is um, and one of our most popular services is a mock A&R visit. So we come in and we do an audit of your service. Now, do not wait until you get called for A&R for this. I do visit services when they get called for A&R and that's fine, but... It is, very, it is much more ideal to come and visit your service um, much before when you're still preparing for A&R because what happens is that we order all of your files, we observe all of your practice um, and we cite all of your evidence and we are in a position to be able to help you with a whole database of different resources, different advice, different knowledge with how to... Um, with how to enhance the quality of your service. So we want you to do well. The assessors want you to do well. It's just about making sure that you showcase that evidence. So if you would like some more information on how we can help you get ready for A&R, get in touch with us. Um, our website is www.platinumed.com.au or you can find me on socials, Lisa Brown Platinum Education Group. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have enjoyed today's episode, then please like and share with all of your friends. And we look forward to catching you in our future episodes. Until then, keep making every moment count. You have been listening to another episode of the Everything Early Childhood Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. If you like today's episode, don't forget to like and subscribe for all future episodes. We release a new episode every Thursday at 6am so you can enjoy listening to us on your drive to work. Please feel free to like and share all of our episodes with your friends and let us know if there are any topics of interest that you would like us to cover for future episodes. Until next time, keep making every moment count.